0: Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff and management.
1: I'm addicted to the I'm ready. It's a dangerous Sign. love affair. Come on. Can't be when down. Got
2: Welcome to the formulation sports talk It is a Tuesday we are live in Arizona across the world got Alex Clancy in the studio Cindy Liska Deborah Debris will be calling in if she's not already on Good morning how was you guys week in or oh, since I've seen you last well, I seen Alex yesterday mm mm-hmm. uh doing nothing
3: doing nothing
2: <laughs> that's cause d stinks <laughs> We uh D what happened to you last week, man? was oh a promotion. And that was more important than our show. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh, she did great. She accomplished uh, a okay. great thing, so that was real cool. We trying to do big things over here. Now you can't be going because of family. You know, family gonna kill you in the end. So you might as well just start getting used to not being around them. I great. know, man. I got to get my priorities straight. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Very positive outlook. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, D, it was a mess for a while, man. The show didn't. So we had to go in there to start the show, so it was crazy, man. That's all good, but we, we, I'm you know, You're I, bad. I wasn't fully into the show, but everybody else in the studio kinda of made it work. So they it, it was we pulled it off. And then uh Ryan came in and did some uh damage control. <laughs> right. He did some real damage control. I was about to turn this place up. <laughs> I bet. No, I'll it was, no it was. it's man. only it's only a forty two minute show. Right. Yeah. No, but yeah. yeah man, congratulations to your daughter, uh Alex, what's going on? Not much, man. Just Cindy, Cindy Liska.
1: Blackhawks are two.
2: You don't have have to whisper on air. This is not the sexy hour of the show. It's
1: hockey. You guys don't like hearing about it. The Blackhawks are two up on the Kings. I'm all excited.
2: The series doesn't start until the
3: home team loses. The Kings will be, yeah. The Kings will be fine. They got to go home, man. And Detroit was also a 3-1 on the Blackhawks. So you know how predictable, how how unpredictable hockey is. So you can't really say much until game three. Detroit had no business losing that. But, um, all right.
2: Cindy's talking about some hockey, um, Let's talk about some basketball. We got uh, Clancy Corner. Mm-hmm. And then we got Down and Dirty with Deborah.
4: Yeah, maybe not.
2: Okay. Well, we'll keep going right through the show. We can talk about Justin Bieber. That's always news.
1: Yeah, it makes me not want to be a Heat fan.
2: Because of Justin Bieber?
1: Did you see him? Well, yeah. That's did Usher's you? fault. Yeah, it is That's Usher's fault. fault. You're right. I actually tried to watch the game last night.
2: I did, too. And I actually watched it. Yeah. I was at Zips. I went to Zips and watched the game. It yeah. was That, that atmosphere is crazy. I I normally... I do go to bars and watch the game. But when I don't drink, I don't drink anymore. So it's a different atmosphere. I was surprised bar- to see you
3: with your Arnold Palmer yesterday. Yeah, or that's H-T, all i, I drink. Arnold yeah. Palmer. Honor I expected
2: Palmer did-
1: more from a Game 7.
3: I expected more from the uh,
2: Indiana Pacers on the Game 7. Yes. They didn't show up, and then they pouted like baby. Not all of them. I'll say Hibbert. Pouted like a baby when the game was over. You had your chance. You took it to a Game 7. Who are you looking to blame in a Game 7? I don't care. No referee or no coaches, for the most part, can get in the way of the outcome of the game unless it's down to a final second. And that would be noticeable. That would be extremely noticeable. But you pu- you push the team who everyone in the world, most of the people in the world think, is the best team in basketball. You push them to a game seven, find a way to win it. That's, that's what you drink. That's the conversation you have in your backyard. Uh, I'm up to bat or I'm at the free throw line. Two seconds, all I got to do is hit two shots. You're supposed to give something to say.
1: What she pee on
2: herself? <laughs> it,
1: I'm going back to hockey again, but you got to look at what happened with the Blackhawks and the, the and the Red Wings. At the end, there was a crappy call that the um, refs there made against the Blackhawks, and even the Red Wings fans were saying it was a crappy call. And for them to say that, you know it's a bad call. And they didn't fight it. They didn't get down on it. They came back, and then they won it into overtime. Yeah, it's so it's easy to say
3: because they won that game. If they would have lost that game, there would have been an upheaval. Chicago would have blown up and the, uh, the city would have blown up.
1: But you go back and you take things into control. There's only so much you can do. You can't sit there and whine about it. You can't, whatever. You just you go back and you you win the game. You yeah. play hard and but, that's what they did.
3: Back to a popular American sport. Yeah, uh, the, uh, the, the Pacers were just me- mentally, physically, emotionally just drained. Their game seven was winning game six and it was apparent that the uh, big stage of Miami was was too much for them to control, too much for them to handle. And Frank Vogel did all he could, the coach of Indiana. He sat down their two best players midway through the second quarter, and that's when Miami kind of made their run. Now, probably the one mistake he made this playoffs is sitting down Paul George and Roy Hibbert at the same time. You can't do that. You got to have one of your
2: dominant guys in the game uh, just to just to kind of balance off the run they might the,
3: uh, the Miami he took. And Indiana doesn't really have much of a spark offensively, where you can come back from ten or twelve points in a big game like that. Uh, That's what separates Miami and, and Indiana. That's one of the things. And all the successful teams in the league always have that spark, that one person that can just put up points to get you back in a game. Indiana doesn't have that.
4: I think on the flip side of that, too, is Miami came up to play all four quarters instead of waiting until the end of the game to try to uh, put something together.
3: Yeah, I mean, you also have Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh kind of showed some sort of heartbeat that they hadn't shown in the past couple games.
4: Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and D. Wade had, had taken some acting classes over the you know, break. Yeah,
3: that, I mean, and that's a whole other tie. <laughs> I mean, it, it, everybody's kind of just starting to conform to this flopping thing where, where you can get You can get away with it to a certain extent because they 're not going to find everybody five thousand dollars for faking a foul or doing well, something no, so it 's going to go up to ten thousand well, and I think that uh, I listened to a uh, an interview with David stern he said this is just the tip of the iceberg like uh, silver the, the new uh, commissioners he 's going to be the face, but david stern 's going to be the puppet puppet master behind him so david stern 's not leaving he 's just getting started, kind of like Pete Rosé and Paul Taglibeau, uh when he took over he was still getting.
2: That, you know, you got to work your way into a position, especially a top position like that. So I think David Stern is still going to make some calls for another year or two uh, as the uh, new uh, guy comes in and start to change the thing. But it is a tip of the right word. You got guys 6'10", 7'2", uh, flopping. Doesn't even make sense. Nobody – who going to make you flop unless he you just stand still and he runs from one end of the court and run right through you? Yeah. It's it, – it, I mean, you. Like, I look at LeBron James, it's almost sickening. I'm like, you need a call that bad. I know it needs to change the dynamics of a game. It can, uh, as Cindy was mentioning, of a call in hockey. But you, a flop is a flop, and $5,000 is not going to do these. They're laughing at $5,000, and I hate to take their money away from from uh, their, ter- their terrible acting
3: lessons.
4: Yeah, it's a pocket change
3: to him. Well, I mean, and going back to going back to the call in the Blackhawk game, people always say that referees won't make the calls they make in the first period or first quarter, with regards to what sport it is. Uh, as they do in the last two minutes of a game, and they did that, and then they're getting he's getting exiled for it. Granted, it was a bang bang thing with with the goal being scored and and a uh, a penalty behind the play. But how do you call that against Chicago and not against Detroit? If you call it against Detroit, the goal the goal the goal scores, and they end up winning in regulation. I so, don't care what the call is, as long as they consistent. You, the calls have to be consistent. Absolutely. Um, and I think there was consistency there. I mean, you call it just because it was an ill ill timed whistle doesn't mean that it wasn't less of a penalty. And that's that's where there's a lot of uh, confusion between between correct calls, poor calls. When refs just swallow whistles, when refs decide games or they don't s- decide games. That was case in point.
1: The ill timing is what nullified the goal, though.
3: I understand that, but it's not ill timing. It doesn't matter what time is on the it, time is on the clock. It matters if the call is correct or not.
2: Well, when you get certain referees that work together, and you come into a game, you know what you're dealing with. Some referees don't blow the whistle. Some some let you play it out unless it gets out of hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think. You know, they put those guys in most final games, uh, like game sevens. They put them in uh, game one and two to see how the pace of the series is going to go. Uh, but some referees just, you know, you got some with quick whistles. You have some that just let you play it out. Uh, and, t- and they talk back to you. I like the referees that talk back to the players, uh, to show that they still have control of the game.
3: Yeah, to a certain extent. But then you're looking at baseball, and you're, you're getting people thrown get thrown out for nothing, and you get you get, you get that you get umpires the- that have that have the egos, think they're bigger than the game. That like, might be a different breed. You so, right. but um, I mean, umpires are different. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, having said that. I mean, they also they also umpire a lot more games than everybody else. They they're working every day, just like the baseball player, just like the players are. With basketball, as you said, correct, they do have people with quick whistles. They have people to let them play, but they're always a cohesive unit. They always have three referees, probably usually one of each ilk. So it kind of they kind of cancel each other out in a certain respect. Here's what I don't like about baseball umpires:
2: after three years, they cannot be fired unless they deter <clears throat> unless they destroy the integrity of baseball. But after three years, they can't be fired. So we get those calls that we see the pitcher catching the ball and and he called the guy out and the pitcher's not even on the bag. That's mm-hmm. a situation we had. And and it brings up the question is instant replay needed.
1: But they work hard to get to that point. I mean, that's I like a so. tenured, You Do you know what they go through, though, to get? Yeah, they
2: go to minors and all that stuff. They go through yeah. all the
1: minors. They go through the fall league. They go through. Um, they do just as much as the players do to get to that level. Um, no Yes, way. they do. They do.
3: No way. They have
1: I, yes. They do. So so
3: those pot bellies really show how much weights they lift <laughs> and so much endurance they. They go through the same. Through.
1: It doesn't not physical. is not the same thing. They go through mean, the minor leagues. They had they start at the low A. They start and they have a scout. They have to go through the fall league. They have to go through all I'll these different training. So by the time they get to that they do they have to, to go that through point,
2: that. I understand that, but I tell you why they do all that, all, all those things. It's because when we when umpires go on strike, they wanted the. The commissioner and all those guys at the top want to have leverage of saying, "We're well, going strike. We'll bring some other referees in." Well, they don't work because they've been working in the minors, and when you come in, most of those guys are intimidated by the major league ball players and they just make any kind of calls. And the calls are all screwed up anyway in baseball. So when you get those guys coming from Double A AA and Triple A, you bring them up to the majors. I'm not saying all of them are wrong. I'm just saying most of them. Are, most of them.
1: I disagree with the right. attitude thing. There's a few guys who have attitude, but a lot of guys um, really want to be there.
3: I feel like there are more blown calls in baseball than there are in any other sport. And having said that, I will will side with you in this, that there are many more calls to be made in the major leagues in in a game-to-game thing, you know, a game-to-game basis. But there's a lot more gray area in what is correct and what is incorrect, especially with balls and strikes. Because so every umpire has their own strike zone, which is too personal in my opinion. I mean and I think we talked about this last year, I think, on the show. How long is it going to be until there's a digital strike zone? The strike zone the things, be what it is. The things that we see on T V, on Fox, and the or T B S in the yeah. upper right corner. When is it going to come to the fact that that's actually going to be the strike zone, and you're going to see uh, on the jumbotron red or blue for ball or strike?
1: Then you don't even need an umpire behind the plate, right? Then. Which would save you them don't. a lot
3: of money, I think. <laughs> <laughs> save <laughs> the major leagues a lot of money, and but it would take the human aspect out of the game, which is the huge. You, you have the old timers that I didn't mean to point at you, call me, But true. you, have, but <laughs> you, you have the old timers that that want that want the folly, that want the error, that want the the fall, that, that want the uh, parody in the game. Of making mistakes and of people getting lucky and unlucky. If they
2: had a digital strike zone, then you would know what every pitch would be and every pitch would be a ball. Then you won't take so many chances at swinging at sliders and changing. Which, and there's
1: things too, you got to look at like, what, was it the Oakland Athletics game a couple weeks ago where that ball was, it was a. Uh, clear home run and mm-hmm. they called it a ground rule double after looking so at you it. have to and yeah they after even after they reviewed it should be
2: replaying away well baseball takes so long but they
1: reviewed it and they still called it the wrong call Ooh. Um but do you have like a, a thing where if it hits this a big buzzer goes yeah. off and a light yeah, goes I mean, on that like might be where we're going goal, to when a goal
3: and I find that I find that That's parallel too. To the whole you have to censor the whole outfield apart I, I find that uh, close, and you could just up the ticket prices by double, and then you could pay pay it back. That's never going it, to. Be. I I agree. But I understand. I understand. Of but we also thought the instant replay was never going to happen in football. Now I'm talking about up the ticket prices. People don't want
2: to... Baseball has the lowest has. attendance anyway. So you up the ticket prices, it'd be a handful of going to see their favorite team.
3: I see that censors strike zone, and sensors things like that. Just like uh, defensive ends not being able to hit hit a quarterback because like, the, the numbers will go up. The game will become easier. If you actually know what the strike zone is day in, day out. Well, let's take a quick break. Uh,
2: We'll come back. We'll finish up this about the Miami Heat and moving on to San Antonio. A little bit more baseball. Come on, we'll be right back. So fuck it. Might as well make the most of it.
5: flagship station for sports voice america sports
0: the job of a professional athlete is never complete
5: Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: Welcome back to the Kwame Sports Talk. We got Alex Clancy, Sydney Liska, and we have Deborah Debris on. She's on location. <laughs> she's on location doing some things. Deborah, how's the book coming?
4: Uh, just. Sent in at four o'clock this morning. Uh, my final review of the draft. So it's uh, so what are they gonna do? going a, in for the first run.
2: Send him, Oh, and they send it back to you and tell you this, this, and that.
4: And yeah, that. I had to go through it again to make sure everything was formatted properly and all that kind of good stuff. So it's uh, coming along. It'll be out in July.
2: I need to get my book sent out. I got a lot of books to write.
4: <laughs> and I wish I could hear you.
2: <laughs> you can't not hear me. Mm-mm. That's D man. He's terrible. Man, I wish stop it. I'm gonna get him fired.
4: Oh, we you la- did last week it didn't work out well we want him back
2: yeah I think his sister got another graduation I mean his daughter <laughs> <laughs> D I'm just playing with you man look 9976. 76 the Miami Heat routes the Pacers in a game 7 which you wouldn't think a score would be that spread apart in a game 7 between two teams and I, and I look for Indiana Pacers to be that team next year not the rowdy team but the team to compete for that finals Miami Heat in the finals three times. It went from the Celtics to last year of winning, and this year back with the San Antonio Spurs. What do you see the Miami Heat doing in this game, or the San Antonio Spurs? I, I think with the rest of the San Antonio Spurs, I think they can come and get this game one.
3: You couldn't pick two different teams, uh, how they were, how they Opposites. were formed, how they were formed. You you have the Heat who are put together as three superstars and surrounding talent. Uh, the Spurs did it totally organically through the draft, through free agent, small free agent signings, not paying a lot of players. Tim Duncan's been on the same team for since '97. Tony Parker's been on the same team since he came in the league. Manager Ginobili's been on the same team since he got drafted. So it's it's really interesting to see the total dynamic switch between a star-studded team and a team that people hate for no reason, really, because the NBA really the NBA focuses on superstars. The NFL focuses on promoting the game every Sunday. The NBA focuses on superstars, and San Antonio doesn't have any t- any superstars that the NBA focuses because on.
2: Superstars, I can I can market those guys. I can put the camera on those guys, and I can make money off those guys. But as soon as they started doing it, it just the San Antonio sports just seem like a boring team, but all they do is win, and it's in San Antonio, so the market is not big, as you mentioned. But the NBA is all about making money. It's great to have superstars. When you go across the lead in the NFL, those guys wear helmets, but you take a couple guys from here or there, and you market them, and you make the sport what it is, then you show those big hits that the kids want to see that the p- players get fired from. the kids don't know they get fired, so they go out there and try to do it it's It's a reason why kids would choose football and basketball before they choose baseball because they don't market it they market it a certain way uh, for the excitement of the game uh, but with the San Antonio Spurs, I think they are they are the original, in my opinion original big three they are the original big three. They was designed for this reason to be in the finals. They wasn't designed to talk about regular season games. And you got a coach in Popovich, where uh, this guy turns on the lights for his team when he can sit down a uh, sit down some of his superstars and still win games, still win big games and big situa- and big moments. When he can go into the finals, he was built. This team was built to be in the finals, not to just play regular season games.
1: Is the sweep going to be detrimental to them?
3: Sweep. What sweep?
1: Didn't they sweep the last round?
2: No, they're not
3: going to sweep anybody. Uh, didn't they ever. sweep? The yeah. Bus- oh, oh, San Antonio. Yeah, San they Antonio. did. Well, so, so they have eleven days off. Yeah. Twelve oh, days. What Memphis? Memphis.
1: So isn't that is that going to be tough that they sat for so long? I before think for having any, to play? I think for
3: any other team, yes, I they think that This is this is the best. Tim Duncan knows how to play basketball. It might take them a quarter. Uh, for Miami, took them a game against Chicago. The game they lost in Game One uh, two series ago. I really don't think it's going to be that big of an issue. These guys just all they do is come out and win. And last year, people forget that they were up 2-0 on OKC in the Western Conference Finals before getting sw- before OKC won four straight. They've had the best record, or second-best record, I think five out of the last six years. And with how old they are and everything, do you mind if I go in my clans' corner now? Go right into it. All right. I just did a little breakdown of who has the edge in certain respects uh, for the Spurs and the Heat. Spurs, point guard Tony Parker, uh, head, shoulder, and above uh, Mario Chalmers, although Mario Chalmers is known for his defense and his... uh, He's shooting his big shots. Yeah, I'll give you your rock chalk there. Uh, (laughs) uh, Power forward, Tim Duncan, low post offense and defense, edge to the Spurs. Uh, The coach, 100%. Greg Popovich is the best coach in the NBA. You're in, you're out. He doesn't get the recognition he deserves, neither did Phil Jackson when he was coaching. But Pop does it a different way. He does it with a full team, a deep bench. Uh, instead of just superstars finals experience they've won five times or four times this would be their fifth that again goes to the Spurs healthiness which is interesting when you think about the Spurs you think they're old but Miami's not that much younger Dwayne Wade is on one foot Chris Bosch is, has been hampered by baby injuries because he's because he's a sissy um and then uh the organic player acquisition I think really helps because you have a team that is a real team from number one and number 12 players you have uh, the Spurs have that advantage. The Heat, you have LeBron, which might supersede everything else, but you have, you have LeBron. You have the capability of Dwayne Wade when he's healthy. You have Chris Bosh capability when he's healthy. So we'll see what happens with that in this in this final series. Ray Allen is the consummate X-factor. If he comes and hits, hits threes off the bench, if he gets hot for a series like he's been known to do, Miami might have the edge there. Uh, the wash, I would say, is three-point shooting in, in general because Danny Green, Matt Bonner... Uh, Manu nobly for the Spurs, you have Mario Chalmers, Dwayne Wade, uh, uh, Mario Chalmers, Ray Allen, even uh, even LeBron at times for threes. Home court advantage. It's interesting because these are the two toughest teams uh, places to play in the NBA. San Antonio, although it's not a big market team, is always tough to go in and play. Miami obviously has one one more game at home. Uh, free throw shooting is is a wash, and I would say clutch performance clutch performance is a wash too, because you have LeBron and then you have Tony Parker. And and Tim Duncan, so it'll be. This is might be the most exciting finals in recent history. Take away the Lakers-Celtics from 2010, that won seven games, but the game seven was an awful game. So I'm picking the Spurs in six or seven. Uh, I just think that they'll be able to defend LeBron and make everybody else beat them. And because of how hobbled Miami is, I think the Spurs will come out on top. I'm,
2: I got the Miami Heat just because of the opposite of that. I don't think anybody can defend LeBron. LeBron had to have a terrible night shooting. Uh, I think what he said in game six or maybe after game five, that he went back to his Cleveland mode. That kind of, when he was in Cleveland, he had no help, so he was doing it on his own. That told me as a teammate of his that he thinks we're not helping him, and they're not if you look at the numbers. Um, well, the numbers are actually not bad, but the numbers that they've been putting up. For an average player, those numbers were okay. But Dwayne Wade not being consistent, not being D-Wade as we know him, uh, but he's on the floor, he commands. You don't know when that guy's going to turn it on. The problem I have with the Miami Heat is the um they're they big man, The big man can't rebound. They get pushed around. They take who is it? Um Paul, uh, Chris um Anderson? No, not Chris, Chris. Anderson. Chris Anderson with no. you no he's in Miami. It, Chris comes in and does his job. They got a bench with, with Miller, they have uh, uh Ray Allen who I think is gonna turn it on. But their big man, th- those are not the big men in my opinion. Their big man is um Comes in and shoot three pointers. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh comes in and shoot three pointers. He averaged three to four three pointers a game. I'm like, why don't you get down low? That's why Hibbert was. It, it wasn't that Hibbert fell off on that game. Hibbert outplayed him the entire series. Is that he out there shooting jumpers? Let those guys, Chalmers, Ray Allen, Miller, let those guys shoot the threes. Uh, you even have Shane Battier shooting. The, those guys do what they do. You get down low and be dominant. So when you talk about uh, that big three. Uh, And then San Antonio's big
3: three, I like six or seven games, but I like it for Miami. Yeah, and one other thing I didn't add was Kawhi Leonard out of San Diego State, who we had talked about, remember, after the draft? Mm -hmm. When he came out, we said he he might be the surprise of the draft, Uh, and they traded, San Antonio traded a draft pick, or, or he traded, oh, he traded George Hill. They traded George Hill to Indiana for the rights of Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi Leonard is an offensive, he can shoot the three, he, he can uh, he can slash, but his only job in the series is going to be guarding LeBron James. So he's going to put 100% of his stamina, game in and game out, at guarding LeBron James. They don't need him on the offensive end. So it'll be interesting if he can wear down LeBron enough to where they can beat him.
4: Yeah, I think it's interesting too, Kwame, you made the uh, the comment about LeBron mentioning you know, playing like when he was back in Cleveland, to me that was a heads-up, like you said, to the other players of, you know, if you're going to play with me, fine. If not, I'll just do it myself. Um, and, you know, that's what he has been doing in a few of the games. Um, you know, last night some of the other guys started stepping up a little bit. My concern is going to be around, you know, the fact that they did play all four quarters last night. They have a little bit of the, holy crap, we can get beat in them, um, are their legs going to be so tired in the first couple games that it's going to work against them? And uh, I still, you know, if I were to make a, a bet on it, I would bet on Miami just because I think they're they're going to step it up greater than uh, uh, than everybody else.
2: Miami may come out running because they they just finished the game. Uh, San Antonio's going to have to get their legs back under them, but it, it goes back to Popovich being a Hall of Fame coach that he is. He knows how to rest his guys and what kind of practices to have to get those guys running and get those legs right. But right. there's nothing like uh, game speed, uh, and these guys are veterans. Um, but when we, when you mention Alex, when you mention Kuala Leonard, his job is only to play defense. He's not trying to defend LeBron for one or two games. He's trying to beat him down for games six and seven, mm-hmm. when it's going to matter, when LeBron could possibly be tired, <clears throat> when he used all his motivational tactics to, to get him over the hump to play a game. But... When you're tired, you're tired.
3: Yeah, and, and Cindy, when you said about when you said about is San Antonio going to be tired, the first game is in Miami, so if the first game was in San Antonio, I'd be a little bit more a little bit uh, more worried because you have to win your home games, obviously, and say they lose game one in Miami, technically they were supposed to lose that one if they were supposed to lose one, so at least they're going on the road uh, being on this huge stretch, but then they, they could also come out like gangbusters and take game one and then just switch the whole series. I think LeBron, he doesn't get tired. He's not going you know, he to be tired, you know. He played thirty six. He played thirty six minutes last night, thirty seven minutes, and he he was as strong in, in minute thirty seven as he was in minute one, and that's always how he's been. Mentally, physically, tougher than everybody else on the planet. So, I mean, you won't have to worry about him, Dwayne Wade. Maybe you know because he's Sporce, he's played a lot of minutes. I think Sprouse does a good job
2: of, uh Dwayne playing all those minutes and still, uh, not Dwayne, but uh, LeBron playing those minutes and having the energy. I think Sprouse does a good job in this sense. Well, he brings some guys off the bench that has that energy to match DeWayne, because, I mean, match LeBron, because DeWayne is just out there. seems like he's just up and down the court. You know, when he can make a basket, he make a basket. I didn't see that last night in him, but he was trying. But you bring Miller off the bench in game six, gave him a spark. So Miller plays minutes now in game seven. goes a long way to helped them win. And Birdman suspended in game six, comes in game seven, goes a long way. The guys that are missing in this uh, series is Ray Allen and you know, I guess I want to say Shane, but Miller was—he was injured. But Shane needs to be Shane Battier, while you was on added to this team in this game seven. And That's what mattered because both of these teams were put together for these situations. Do play your role, um, be number two, Dwayne Wade. Be number three, Chris Bosh.
3: LeBron take over until you don't have to take over anymore. Yeah, and I will say this again: If Miami loses this series, LeBron is gone after next year because Dwayne Wade will retire within the next three years. He can't play much more than that. And you, you, can't, you can't have Dwayne Wade as, a, as an average player. He'll average 16 a game until he retires, but that's not why LeBron went there. LeBron had that with Mo Williams and Antoine Jameson in Cleveland, and that didn't do anything for him. It, it'd be hard for me. See, Mo Williams and uh, Jameson, they were not superstars. Well, but Dwayne Wade's not a superstar anymore. Are you, if he averaged, are you crazy? You can't average 16 points a game and be a superstar. No you, way. You can look at the, as you a shooting can guard. look at Dwayne Wade and say he's not a superstar? Not He's, he's on the decline. He was a superstar. How are you a superstar and you're not a superstar? You can used to be a superstar. <laughs> you can used to be. Check that. Check like that, that grammar. You can used Check. to be. You can used to be. So you can look at Dwayne Wade and say he's not a superstar. Not right now, no. Absolutely not. He averaged 14 points a game last series. We No at, way. We're looking at one year and we discounting this guy. Paul George is more of a superstar than Dwayne Wade in, in the NBA right now. If we
2: look at him, yeah, you say Paul George, I can market this guy. He's a young guy. I'm I talking can, about on the court. I, I can market him. I'm. You can market superstars.
3: You can market Justin Bieber if he made the Lakers. Justin Bieber's. You're uh, 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 welcome, Cindy. Uh, C. Uh, full circle. A, a, a demon. Uh.
2: Full circle. <laughs> Look, Dwayne so is a superstar. You're don't good, count Dwayne don't Wade. Wade. <laughs> <laughs> you. I, it's, well, I. Do you have a letter shirt
1: too? By the way, Alex? I said
2: this to say. I'm wearing it. I cannot. I cannot discount what a guy done his old career, and then he has a bad series, or even a bad year, and he don't come back. He's a superstar. So how you know he's how he's gonna come back next year? You don't know what kind of surgery he can go over to Germany get. You won't, you can't get those surgeries here because we can we won't regulate.
1: It's too soon to say he's done.
3: No, oh, no, no. Not I'm, not, I'm not saying he's done, but I'm saying when he averages 16 points a game two years up. from now, <laughs> is that a Bieber star? Uh, when he averaged 16 points a game two years from now, he's not gonna be a superstar anymore. S- 16, two years from now he'd be retired, like you said. Well, I said three years. D bring the tape back. Quorum,
2: last sports Talk. I'm We're gonna three. take a break. We're we'll going to come back and get into some other things like uh, Donald McNabb's comments. We'll get on to some retirements.
6: One, Can y'all hear me out there? Let's go. Let's eat it pop. Let's eat it pop. I'm all in. I've been in the kitchen with What y'all been. Been... Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who will drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter.
5: Your internet flagship station for sports.
2: Voice America Sports. Now some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me.
4: I'll get you there. You can try
2: and read my lyrics off of this paper before I lay him, But you will take this out of to the time. the sports talk. We are back third segment. We got one more after this, obviously. You can check us out on uh, all our Twitter pages. What's you guys' Twitter pages? Try to remember mine. I'm not going to remember because I don't think I have to because you're going to be gone in another month or so.
3: Oh, yeah?
1: <laughs> at Cindy I've been hearing that, that since day
2: one. Is <laughs> at Clancy Corner. At Clancy's Corner. Right. At Clancy Corner.
1: <laughs> at Cindy Lisca38.
2: You'll, what's the 38 for?
1: For my friend Pavel Demitra, who was killed in that plane crash. He was a hockey player.
2: Y'all, y'all put too many sentimental values on things. I'm, I'm not. I'm just bringing the 38 because it's a, That's it's just it's my really,
1: number. It's always, no, it's not. It's been, no, it's not.
2: You just said it was for Paul who? Pavel Demetra. He played hockey where?
1: He used to play for the Blues and he played for um, the Wild and he played for the Kings. Um,
2: too many sentimental values on things that matter.
1: Two years two years ago now. Almost. What
2: the two hell years does ago? that mean? Don't care about people, <laughs> uh, uh, Cindy. Uh, don't do it. Don't do it. I don't know. do it. You damn right don't. <laughs> you damn right don't care oh, about people. Oh, I was just,
3: I know. I knew you were being serious. I was just <laughs> oh, translating. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Translate for me because yeah. what do you guys think about um, Jason Kidd, which I wish he would play one more year just to get to 20? That's my selfish reason. Don't care about people, though. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Grant Hill. Grant Hill is amazing. How long he played basketball with those injuries and he came back from I mean he actually set out for three or three years. Kinda of remind me of Penny Hardaway who was always hurt. But Grant Hill is amazing in what he did in the NBA after all those injuries. And played nine or ten more years afterwards. Yeah.
3: That, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He had some serious injuries that we, we call retirement. He he averaged like twenty two ten and seven for the first if, he averaged twenty two ten and seven his second or third year in the league. He was a he was a leading uh, he was the f- I think he was the second rookie of all time to make the All-Star team. Uh, he was so great in Detroit, and he was supposed to be when T-Mac, Tracy McGrady, and he went to Orlando. I think there was one more. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Penny Hardaway, but I'm not sure. That was, supposed to be the, the that was supposed to be the first big three. That was supposed to be the first, the real first big three. And then he didn't play for a few years, and then he just came back, and he's the consummate professional. And
2: uh,
4: well, he, He's so quiet about what he does. I mean, he's just down to business.
3: See, now,
2: just, I like those watch guys. watch me work. Yeah, I like those guys just show up and get it done.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, kind of like, well, uh, I like what uh, Juwan Howard did, a, you know, a quiet assassin, but he can't be in uniform, so he goes in the locker room and goes off on the guy. Uh, that's how Miami, you know, goes into their mode, Then LeBron echoes what he said, and everybody thinks LeBron said it, so they win. But Grant Hill, he just goes about his business and get it done. It's more so, you know, follow me or lead by it's example. He's like a Larry
3: Fitzgerald. No? No, that's not that's not a good that's not a good comparison. I, I, I'm kind of analogy. Kinda, I, I'm kinda, uh,
2: analogies. Really? Crickets. I, you know what? I'm kind of. Um, I wish Larry would be more vocal. Not yeah. I wish he would say one or two more words, because uh, I hate I hate guys who talk behind the scene. For example, you go on a uh, YouTube. Everybody can be who they are behind the typewriter, but you don't want to show your face or your name. I don't like that. I don't like those guys. Maybe a better compar- analogy would be Larry, say more. Say one or two more words. And now, you, he's a guy who leads by example, but then when the season's over, he's that same guy to say, oh, I want this quarterback, I want that quarterback. I would, that would not be me ever. If I, if I wanted something, you would know. If not, I'm just, you know, I just keep my mouth shut. I don't like those guys, period. It doesn't have, have anything to do with Larry Fitzgerald. If you're that leader, if you that guy on the team or you that face of the team, he's the face of the team. I don't. Most yeah. times it's quarterbacks or most times it's quarterbacks or maybe a running back. If anything, he's the, the face Cardinals of the team. Cardinals don't
1: have a whole lot of options. He is he's their <laughs> only option to be the face of the team.
2: Stop talking about my Cardinals.
4: I you know, what I'm hearing too. Is you like you like people who actually have an opinion? They don't have to flip a quarter to make one up.
2: Okay, okay well, we're exactly. talking about Grant Hill hasn't said one perfect. word perfect. 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 his whole no, career. No, no, no. I'm okay. Grant Hill. Grant Hill's perfect. He's he led by example. Yeah, so does Larry Fitzgerald. He does. But Larry no no no. Larry leads by example. Yeah. Definitely he does that. But then you hear about what Larry want and don't want. You hear about Larry they asking, Well I wonder if this quarterback gonna be all right. Then Larry has a say-so. Well ha- say you have a say so in a quarterback. Stay say it before say you do. somebody asks right. You. Say you do when you know you do, and then we hear about it afterwards. He leads by example on the field. He does what he's supposed to do on the football field. No question about it. No question about it. He doesn't complain about all the bad quarterbacks he had. But he don't know he came in. He's Larry Fitzgerald. Now, he's a great talent. But when you had that quarterback uh, in, um, what's the old man name? Kurt, Kurt Warner. Warner. Kurt Warner. When you had Kurt Warner, you became a superstar. Well, became, obviously, if you're because a, he was the receiver, smart enough. don't
1: you have to have somebody that can throw it to you?
2: Right, but Kurt Warner was smart as well as Larry. Larry understands the game. He's smart. Absolutely. He knows how to get it in. I won't say in and out of breaks, but he know how he can jump over people. He can, get, he can body. He's, Man, a, he's the best hands guy. in the game, too.
4: Absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, arguably best hand. the best hands. Arguably. He doesn't, he doesn't feel that he knows the game all the way. He's pursuing excellence consistently and always going out and finding, um, uh, you know, information from other people who are watching him, and he values their opinion to find out how he can up his game.
3: Yeah, I mean yeah. he's a top five, say arguably a top five, top seven receiver without a quarterback. Yeah, imagine right. what it would be like if he had a quarterback. Right. He yeah, had right. one in, in Fitzgerald,
2: but he doesn't have a quarterback. I'm saying the the, the, comp, the question, the the topic is yeah, sorry. Lee, by example, Well oh, yeah. <laughs> being more vocal. I forgot what the topic <laughs> was. Yeah. Grant Hill. That Grant Hill. On. It's yes. Grant Hill, and I say Grant Hill goes out there and does his job just like Fitzgerald. You brought up Fitzgerald, and I kind of pause and I'm like. In a way, Fitzgerald does his job. Grant Hill goes out there and does his job. Deborah mentioned he quality quietly been successful. And I say, yeah, you look at Grant Hill and you think, success. Even though going, going through the injuries he went through, uh, where well, he was in Orlando, and this guy played nine or ten more years after that and was productive. At a high level. Yeah. At a high level. Yeah. But when, I, when you talk about when you bring Fitzgerald into it, he plays at a high level every time he steps mm-hmm. on the field. Yeah. He practices at a high level. But if you go and, and if you're a lead by example type guy, that's what it is. But don't be that guy. After when the season over, you got a
3: whole lot to say. Yeah, I mean, it, the only real difference, in my opinion, between one of the main differences is that Larry Fitzgerald's been a superstar, consummate, consummate superstar since he came in the league after one or two years. Grant Hill, and he's a good he guy, started huh? that way. Grant Hill started a couple years superstar, and then he got hurt, and he's just been a veteran that that you can count on for ten, twelve points, six rebounds, you know, and not to make that many mistakes. Cindy, are you are you in a sure unsure commercial? What?
1: I, I have a question. I want to know, does it make a difference for someone to be constituted a superstar if, like, for Grant Hill, his, his stardom is not directly correlated?
2: Grant Hill is a star.
1: What he can do does not – like, for Larry Fitzgerald, his stardom, if you will, his numbers, his whatever, are, um, are directly affected by someone who has the ability – he's got the rest of the team that – that's going to make L- an impact. Um, basketball, there's not as much of it to me. Maybe I'm wrong. but I think it more. depends
2: on the sport. See, football is the most popular sport, so Fitzgerald could easily be a superstar before Grant Hill. Grant Hill, we appreciate everything he's done. I think Grant Hill is a star. I wouldn't hesitate if I was somebody out there and say, Grant, right. would you want to play another year? But yep.
1: Larry's yes. not able yes. to put up numbers.
3: Football is more of a team game than basketball, yes. B- team basketball is a team game. There's five players on the court at all times. You have eleven in football. Everything is predicated upon. It's like chess. Football is like chess. Correct. Everything's predicated upon two moves behind and three moves ahead. Right. And you right. obviously you need a quarterback. And you, I mean, you need the schemes. You have coach. I mean, it's it's you a need lot a more running
1: games. You need a line. You, need you can't a just line. say go. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's why I don't like when quarterbacks get all the attention. And I, that's I, fair. I, I don't like that's fair.
2: I, I don't like when quarterbacks get all attention because there's no way you can do it by yourself. I, no, I agree. There's I agree. no way. Um, But they do get a lot of the blame, too.
1: So for Larry Fitzgerald to be in the position that he's in as a superstar, he has earned
2: it. So let me ask you guys. Is Grant Hill a superstar? No. But you wouldn't hesitate to put him on your team at all? No, but that doesn't mean he's a superstar. I understand understand the question. Yeah.
4: I think the definition of superstar has to be um, defined because a superstar, as we talked about before, if you look at a superstar and we're talking about what they do on the court or on the field – or are we looking at a superstar and saying how much notoriety have they gotten because they have an agent or a name or speak up to the point that they get commercials is, and all the other things? a superstar you know, or a
3: hall of famer?
2: Or
1: like what you guys go back yes. and say they've got a ring or they don't?
2: Let me let me say this because look where Jason Kidd is in the record books. Is he a superstar? I he think just so. not. As, he's just not as flashy. I think so. so.
1: Okay. I don't know Can why define not- superstar to some extent. Like for basketball is a sport that I don't watch very often. Well, I don't know how you so, stick on it. Because if it's someone that I actually know about in a sport that I don't pay that much attention to, to me, that makes them a superstar. So
3: so who? (laughs) Who are you talking about? Jason
1: Kidd, Grant Hill. Grant
3: Hill is because he's in Phoenix. That's probably...
1: I watched Grant Hill play way before that, even.
3: Um, Well, he went to Duke. I mean, he he had a pedigree before he came into the league. Jason Kidd, He had a lucky... I don't know how... Jason Kidd is not a top ten, top twelve. People all over the all over the waves are saying that he's not a top ten point guard in the NBA in NBA history. There have been a lot of good ones. Maybe he's top fifteen. Second in second in steals, second in assists, second in, uh, third in three pointers made. He has a ring. He played 19, uh, 19 years in the league. How is he not? He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. How is he not a top fifteen uh, 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 point guard of all time? Doesn't who, make. Who, who said he's not? I've heard a lot for a lot of people say that Well, look at his
2: numbers though anybody his, that
4: matters
3: yeah and his numbers speak for themselves he's
2: in the top 10 as a point guard but he's not kobe and kobe he's not as a shooting guard mm-hmm. really he's not uh darren williams he's not darren he, williams no he's better than darren I, I like jason kidd all around jason kidd i like jason kidd
3: all around on the you put him on the basketball court i don't have to coach He he's he's that guy, which is a rare quality. Well, nowadays maybe not so much because people come out a lot more prepared than they used to. He played with the Dallas Mavericks. He played Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix. uh, New Jersey, New
2: Jersey, and New York. Yeah,
1: isn't he someone that's fought through some personal adversity too? Uh,
2: Something that
3: he put upon himself.
1: Well, yeah, usually it is put upon themselves.
3: Uh, Usually, domestic violence. Kid, he was
4: a had such a brilliant mind on the court that when you watched him. Um, He was one of those, you could almost see his mind sinking as he was, as you were mentioning earlier, Alex, you know, figuring out, you know, what were the next three plays that were going to happen, you know. Where did he play in college?
2: Cal, yeah. Well, let's talk about Jason Kidd when we come back. We'll take a break. We'll talk about that when we come back. He played at uh, Cal. Yeah. he was, uh, didn't he come, I thought he came to Phoenix first. He did. We come right back after that.
5: internet flagship station for sports voice mark is sports sports and medicine go hand in hand
6: at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports, right here on the Voice American Network. And let's talk football.
0: Listen to the women's side of the fitness industry on Fitness RX Radio. If you're looking to stay healthy and look great, or are getting ready to compete athletically, this is the show for you. We'll look at competitions from the inside out, bring you fitness tips, nutrition to keep you on top of your game, and so much more. We want to hear from you too, and we'll take your questions by phone or email. Tune in to Fitness RX Radio, airing every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Look and feel your best.
5: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
4: Shaft? <laughs> I, I, I
2: just wanted to play with Shaft. You can't go wrong with Shaft. <laughs> D, I might get you another week here. I might get you another week. Well, you no, know, you can't go wrong with Shaft. Hey, welcome back to Kwame Sports Talk. Alex Clancy, Cindy Liska in the studio, Deborah Debris on location. Deborah has a book coming out in July. Um, so look out for that. we see how we can. Uh, Amazon.com. Amazon.com. That's what it is. .com. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. I, I get I get books. I, I read books from time to time, once a year. Once a year. We were talking about the uh, sports we play off the air, and Alex and I'm insulted by this. He said he played shortstop. You got to be real good to play shortstop. And I play shortstop. Thank you. So no, I'm saying. In
4: Did he general, say he played shortstop? Or he knows how to spell shortstop. right, I'm a shortstop.
3: I would say, yeah, you, he is a shortstop. I just I took it out of your hands for you. <laughs> But Deborah played
2: the best sport of all, kickball. What's the yeah, best? sport?
4: straight. That was back in the days when uh, I think it was like uh, grade school or something. I don't remember. He did play a little basketball.
2: The best sport growing up was probably kickball or dodgeball.
4: Oh. Four about, square.
3: What about tetherball? Tetherball.
2: I no, never. No, that's that's too Napoleon
4: Dynamite for me. Yeah. I never.
2: I never. I never got tetherball. You got to wear some tight Wranglers and in a tight shirt <laughs> and play tetherball. <laughs> How about a little Red Rover, you know? Red Rover, Rover, come over. <laughs> no, I think it was dodgeball because you get okay. hit in the head with yeah. people you didn't like. you, get the there you at, go. get aim at the head. Yeah. That's a good one. Get concussions. Yeah, it started out early. It started out know, early. Let the NFL tell you it started off early.
1: <laughs> I played hockey.
2: Okay, we're going to change up. You yeah. didn't play no See, hockey. You I didn't did play too. no hockey. Cindy. You can't even walk in high heels. Oh my gosh! NHL <laughs> and, NHL ninety
3: four doesn't count <laughs> on I'm on jealous. Sega. <laughs>
1: I didn't play. I don't play video games. I've never played a video game since Ryan, Galaga. Since,
3: Ryan, since Pong? Since Galaga. Gallagher.
1: That's
3: a long time.
2: <laughs> That's a long. Because I used to play Galaga. I still have. I think I have Galaga at, at the house.
1: I love Galaga. Galaga and Pac Man
2: run together. It's Pac Man. Anyway, yeah. Some sports. Sp- That's a sport. Dodgeball, kickball, Galaga. As long
4: man. as you keep the score,
2: it's a sport. Yeah, and Froggy. and, and Oh, uh, Frogger. Frogger? Yeah, Frogger.
1: Donkey Kong?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But right. I wish video games had progressed since then. I guess they haven't, you know? They're they all and they went from too a television. Confusing
4: you could
2: jump
3: into the TV now compared to what you could do
2: you before. You
4: can.
2: Okay, what we got? Now we got it's a... all about
4: killing.
2: Cindy, we got a, it is about killing or the video game. Cindy, we got a Don McNabb comment?
1: Yeah. Uh, Donovan McNabb went on the record talking about how um, RG3 is pretty much a sideshow, that he's talking way too much, calling press conferences every week, um, that nobody coming off of an injury should have that much to say. Um, He's turning into a circus sideshow. And um, you should never... Something about never letting injured guys should not be allowed to be the story that it detracts from the guys who are working on field.
2: Before we... uh finish with that, let me say a condolence to Deacon Jones, yes. uh died at the seventy four. Mm. You guys know him, uh, one of the, if you didn't watch football, you know Deacon Jones, one of yeah. the one of wow. the greatest to play the game. Uh, so our condolences from the uh Qumlaar sports star Alex Clancy sitting in the Lisket W Debris. Yep. To the families, everybody is involved in his life.
1: Absolutely.
2: Um Donovan McNabb is RG three doing too much. I thought RG three was doing too much last year when he didn't stay out of the game. He's such a young guy with so much exuberance, uh, wanting to play the game, passion for the game, and it's hard to tell a guy you can't play. Because I remember being hurt and saying, I can do it. I can go out and play. The injury he had and the position he plays is a lot different uh, with me. I know if I was hurt and I was on the field, I had to go 100%. Not saying that he wasn't going 100% but his legs would not allow him to go 100%. He couldn't do it. So I thought it was up to uh, his supporters around him, starting with uh, Shanahan. I'm not even going to mention Dr. Andrew because Dr. Andrew is not putting himself in a situation to say this guy uh, can and cannot play if the coach said, you go out there and play. He's not going to put his name on that. Dr. Andrew has bigger business than the NFL. I I think RG3 tried to prove too much too fast. I, I, I love watching the guy play. I wish he had dropped back and throw the ball, but I'm not going to say don't use the talents, guy that you have given to you. Go out there and run. Uh, we say the same thing about Michael Vick. Oh, this guy has a strong arm coming out of Virginia Tech. He can run. Now when he gets in the league, we want him to sit back in the pocket. I don't know what this guy uh, – uh, you know he's an injured guy, but he's also now the face of the Washington Redskins. When we think about the Washington Redskins, we we'll talk, we we'll say RG three. And I like uh, Alfred Morris. I I wish they would get a receiver core. And Washington Redskins, they got um, Pierre Garcon. Pierre Garcon, but they got the uh, what's the linebacker names coming back? Um, what's the name? Uh, the linebacker for the Washington Redskins coming back. He was injured last year, early in the season. Well. That'll lock that defense up. That'll show their defense a little better than it was last year. And I say that because of the play that the New York Giants had on them when the Washington Redskins had that game, goes down the field to score with the the salsa dancing guy, <laughs> Cruz. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but RG three saying too much, I don't I don't I don't, I don't know how or what comment I can make to that. Well he's the he came face back and team. he said
1: he just he's just trying to help and he's just trying to like guide him and give him a
3: Okay. Two things. One, it's the off season, so Donovan McNabb, I feel like, has no foundation to say this, uh, because Twitter and Facebook and the media is growing exponentially, like a virus, every year. Even from when he played, when he was, when Donovan McNabb was relevant in you know the early 2000s, mid 2000s, it's jumped eons in the last seven or eight years. And RG three, he's not doing, he's not doing anything anybody else to do. I'm sure he's not the one that say, hey. I want to have a press conference to tell everybody what I'm thinking right now. Hey, I want to do all this. Hey, I want to take all the spotlight away from my team. Whether he says something or nothing, he will take the spotlight away from his team because he's the quarterback. And as you said before, they get most of the praise and they get, they get most of the blame. So this thing with McDab, I think it's, I think, I, I don't know. I, I, I see a hint of jealousy that he wasn't the man. This is, this is bringing him back to where he was in Philly when he was the man. And he was a great, great football player, Donald McDab. You know he was constant professional. He was a stud. He had kind of the same game as RG three. Better arm, uh, as of now. Uh, RG three has no, a better arm. You think he has a better arm than what Donovan McNabb did in his in his heyday? Yes. Really? After one year, you, you yes. can you can say that? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't know. I just think about Donovan.
2: Hey. Was, Donovan? What I know about Donovan? We we, and you know, we actually had this conversation at the living room. Even though living room not giving us sponsor, but I remember Chandler. That. Um, <laughs> he said. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had this conversation about football, and we we played each other because Cardinals was NFC East then. Um, but he's he's not just the quarterback. Some guys you just throw out there, because I would like to see real quick, I'd like to see what Kaepernick does this year mm-hmm. as far as learning the football game. But well, Donovan was a student of the game. He, mm-hmm. he was smart. And, and I guess that's why you say he throws better than RG3 because Donovan knew when to let the ball go. Donovan had a tight end that he used to throw to all the time. Donovan has a good deep ball. Uh, he's never had a receiver except uh, – he's never had a consistent receiver. You got Terrell Owens over there. Um, but he was more of a student in the game. I, I'll give that to him. So I, I don't know if he's jealousy, but think about this. He was at that staff when that staff kept – I don't even think that staff wanted him. But Mike Shanahan had his uh, son trying to coach Donovan as mm-hmm. a quarterback. The guy's never played quarterback, not to say he's never – could be that guy, but – when he came from Philly to Washington, I didn't think that trade was supposed to go down the way it was. Because why would the Eagles send him to Washington when they got to play this guy? Yeah, well, he was a
3: scapegoat for Philly for them losing. Right. I mean, him and Andy Reid, one of them had to go. They're right. trying to say that they hated each other. You get you get rid of one of them, and then they ended up getting rid of the other. I just feel like they got a higher premium for him coming from Washington because they'll pay they'll overpay people that you know. I mean, look at Albert Haynesworth. They went through the whole gambit of people. They overpaid. And I feel I don't mean I'm, he got a bad shake. Yes, he, he got a bad shake going to Washington, and then even to Minnesota, he got he was kind of he was kind of exiled from the NFL at that point, which I think was unfair. Yeah, I I, I like to
2: see where you guys come in. First, the rate the Phillies didn't want him when he was drafted in the first round; they went crazy. But that's Philadelphia. I think you know what kind of animal we're talking about? Yeah. Uh, but I, I I like to see guys leave on good terms wherever they, you know, wherever they leaving from, and I don't think. That was a good situation, how he left Philly, because you're right. It was a scapegoat. Now look where Andy Reid is. Andy Reid's coaching in Kansas City right now. Andy, Andy Reid, being the head coach, had a lot going on, being the longest-tenure head coach in the lead at that point, and then his son passed away. But the year before that, or two years before that, his son was in trouble with drugs. Mm-hmm. So I guess the organization didn't want to let. They had to find one guy to let down, and I guess Donovan became the scapegoat uh, for getting out of Philly when he took them to the Super Bowl, took them to five NFC
3: championships, uh, What he win? That's Three, so hard eight? to do. Yeah, it just, that's the, And that's overlooked all the time. I mean, oh. and Westbrook, Brian Westbrook wasn't healthy for all those years. He, wasn't, he didn't have a, a, a solid running back, 16 games every year. He had, you're right, he didn't have the receiving core. Their defense was good, but he did a lot with – I think he did a lot more than, than most quarterbacks would have done in yeah. his position. Unfortunately, we are out of time. We De-
1: didn't even talk about golf today because Tiger Woods finished plus eight.
2: Cause he finished plus eight.
1: We only talk about it when he finishes in the top two.
3: Well, You don't even like Tiger Woods, so Kinda. why you <laughs> won't even talk about Tiger Woods? Well,
1: I like to talk about him when he does bad.
3: One thing about Tiger, this doesn't matter at all. This was a. This doesn't matter. This was, a,
2: matter. Love this was you
1: ready guys. for. The- I love you guys for that.
2: <laughs> anyway, Deborah Debris, yourclearedge dot com, Alice Clancy at Clancy Corner. Oh, nailed it, Cindy wow. Liska. You can find her on Van Buren. Uh, <laughs> I apologize, Cindy's my Cindy's my girl. You can't. i Cindy. Cindy, what? <laughs> that is priceless. Where's her the face? camera?
4: Sometimes you got to get a uh, you know a profit center. Where Cindy,
2: knows I'm just playing with her. I get Cindy a hard time, but she's she's just a huge part of shows. Everybody. Else. <laughs> when I'm sports talk, we be back next week. Cindy, don't cry. Cindy won't be here next week. Apparently, Cindy will always be around. <laughs> Cindy
5: no.